Hi all, you're listening to All Manner of Things Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about... The top three reasons to house rule a game. So to start off with, just a quick question. Yeah. Do you believe people should house rule games or are you a purist? Do you think... Do I believe that when it comes to board games that the, the, the playtesters and how it's written should be the letter of the law? Yes. Um, I believe that the house rules should be examined and pestered and, and whatnot as well. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's really any, any need to read every single word from the instruction manual. <laughs> That's just because we're lazy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is why we generally play games wrong the first time. Yeah, well, I mean, even that's not such a bad thing. As long as you're having fun. Exactly. No, I, I believe it's okay in certain situations, which we're about to hear. Let's get started with your number three. I don't mind if you if you feel that it's a long game, you want to keep the, the pressure up or whatever to shorten the number of rounds um, if needs yeah. be. So I think if you if it was a question of a game taping taking too long, I think a, to to apply a house rule of less rounds or faster rounds or a timer or something, I think always adds something extra to it. So that's yep, cool. That's my number three. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, my number three is when you really want to like a game, but something just doesn't feel right to you. So you feel like you need to just tweak. Not, tweak, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, just tighten tweak the screws a, rule, a little bit. A rule or two. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've paid for this game, but something is just not enjoyable about it or it's just not hitting the mark that you wanted yeah, it to. Yeah. I think it's okay in that situation because you've got the game. Yeah. You've already invested in it. And if you want to like a game, there must be a whole bunch of stuff that you already do like about it, whether it be the theme or yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the pieces yeah. or whatever. So I think in that would, case... Would, would you buy a game knowing that it's not quite hit the mark, but you can no. probably change it in the future? I don't think I would. This is no. more for a game you've already bought. Okay. Okay, number two, number of players. I think it's my number of, my number two reason yeah. why. There's been a lot of cases where we um, host a games night. You don't know how many people are going to turn up. Sometimes it's more than you expected. And I think it's a good thing to, to partner up with somebody. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yes, There's, depending on the game. Depending <laughs> on the game. We, we tried to play Game of Thrones 2nd Edition. And because the discussion that was going through every round... It went so long. It would have taken all night to get through this game. Yeah, we ended up um, having to finish it early. So we ended up having to finish it early. Exactly. There we go. Back to my, to my number three, which is time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the fly, house rule. Or even if, even if within a game, if you had two people sharing different parts of the role as well, you know. Yeah. That, that's, that's a great, it's a great little um, way in which you can make the game just as interesting, if not more interesting. Yep. All right. My number two is to settle disputes. So not uh, all games yeah. have a hotline like Monopoly does to settle disputes <laughs> between family members or between friends. 
but there are certain times when you need to come up with house rules. Yeah. Possibly if the rule book's not clear about something, but otherwise things like if you make a mistake on your turn, can you go back and replay it straight away? Yep. You know, just little things like that. Little things that can lead to disputes between friends and family that you may need to just come up with a little house rule to keep it under control. Ooh, what's this extra rule I see here in the rule book I never read before and no, no one I ever would, seen before? I think, I think to do that, you have to come up with the rules at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know the types of games that might just be a little bit unclear and come up with the rules on those at the start. Yep. And your number one reason? My number one? Is unfair advantage. Yes. Um, sometimes you find that there are uh, rules in there or special abilities per character or something that different, something which is different from one player to the other. Yeah. And sometimes that can lead to an unfair advantage. Yep. Sometimes it's the abilities they get, but sometimes it's just something that happens in the game yeah. that just... Forces look, one person and, so far behind. Look, and, and uh, look, it doesn't even need to be within the rules itself. It could be that someone is just an an amazing shipbuilder. Yes, in, in Galaxy in Trucker. Galaxy Trucker. So, so you had to come up with house rules. Yeah, that person doesn't always win. So what we did with that one is that we had um, halfway through. Once you built the ship, you rolled a dice, odds and evens, and yeah, each time we flipped the timer. Yeah, and then you quickly raced around to the other person's ship and you start building that. Yeah. I was, love that game. Like odds you stay with your ship, evens you swap ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was that's, that worked out really well. I yeah. love that rule. So that was really good and a lot more fun. And it? It's not fun for anyone when the game is uneven. Like the person, not just the people who are losing, but the Ooh. person who is winning, it's not fun if you're winning that much yeah. that there's, you know, there's no challenge or whatever. Um, my number my number one reason to house rule a game is quite similar to your number two reason. Yep. And it's to do with player count, but it's specifically to be able to play a game as a two-player game. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a couple of reasons that you might need to do this. One being the game is not designed to be a two-player game. It's designed to be a three-plus. But you're sitting at home and there's just the two of you, which is quite often the case with us, and we want to still play that game. Yep. So you have to come up with your own. House rules to be well, able to play they say game. They say you come up with your own house rules. But look, there are a lot of variants which are online nowadays. And it is possible to do a quick um, search on that and be able to quickly find someone who's come across a similar situation and has some basic ideas. And you can cherry pick those ideas and go, oh, well, we like the sound of that one, but we don't like that. So house rules don't necessarily need to come from you. From you. Yeah. They just gain rules different to what's written in the rule book, I guess. Yes. And then the other situation where you might be doing this is a game is designed for two players. Yep. According to the box, like it's a two to five player game or something like that, but it just doesn't play well as a two player yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. So it does need a little bit of alteration. You need to come up with a, just a couple of house rules to make it so it does play well as yep. a two player game. Yep. Cool. Okay. All right. And now to finish off, your worst, your worst reason to house rule a game. Well, look, you know, and I was, I've been thinking about this for a little while now, and to be honest with you, I can't think of a bad reason why you shouldn't investigate creating your own house rules. 
I love the creativity that it in, that you get from developing your own rules and I don't think you should ever be restricted by that. I think that that leads to more discussions online and people generating more ideas and improving a game. I don't think that's such I don't think that's such a bad idea. Um, I think that we should always try and investigate, you know, not just accept the rules for what they are and and look at alternatives if they need to be. Remember, that's just me and trying to get them maximize the the most out of the game that you purchase. Yeah, I would just want to be a little bit careful with that because you don't want to be... Like, you want to give the game a chance. You always want to give the game a chance. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I said play it the first time, see whether it works or not. Um, but, you know... There, there shouldn't be any reason why we sh- you should restrict yourself and go only by the rules. All right, so that's mine gonna, anyway. Yeah, I don't right, know, but that right. that's I thought I'd flip that on its head there and yep. say that I don't believe there should be. Well, I actually came up with something for a worst reason to answer all the games. So <laughs> okay. now I'm going to sound like a Grinch. Um, okay, my worst reason to house rule a game is. If you think you can make a simple game better, because I think when people do that, they're potentially missing, like there's a, there's an elegance in some simple games and the strategies, when you really think about it, are quite in depth and complex. And I think if you just go, oh, this game is too, too straightforward, it needs something more and you just jump to house rule, I think you can miss a lot of the complexities and the strategy elegance. that come out of a simple game. I'll tell you a good example of that. Castle Panic. Yes. Other games, Suro. Suro is yeah. the original elegance. Suro. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's quite a simple game, but in that simplicity and in, in the elegance, you know, there's no need to... I know some people want to make that a bit more. Or But they did. They turned into another version. They put a sea monster in there, did. which removed tiles, which made it... It added more dynamics to it. Look, don't get me wrong. I believe that Sura was an amazing game, and Sura with the Sea I haven't played. But by adding that extra element, potentially you turn that good game into a great game. And yeah, you can always yeah. and you can always undo that element if you wanted to. But it's a really good have, game. The designers have done that in the second game. I'm saying what you. I'm saying you don't need to house rule that first game. If you wanted a more complicated game, buy the more complicated version. I don't know. Uh, I would say... I'm the same with Ticket to Ride. I'm a purist. I like the American version, the original. The complexity and the strategy with the simple game, when you add, when you add, move to the, to the Europe version with the tunnels and the ferries, and it adds something that I don't really believe the game needs. Having said that, it was added by the designers. So they've gone, okay, some people think this is too simple, so we've come up with a different version. I don't know. I just I feel like if you're going, there's no need to house rule it yourself. To make it more complex. To make it more complex. Yeah. I would say that I find that if, you, if it doesn't work within your, your group of, of players, then by all means, house rule the bejesus out of it. All right. Well, there you go. That was our ramble on house rules. Thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast, the podcast where we talk about board games. 
If you wish to get in contact with us, please email us on podcast at allmannerofthings.com or visit us at www.allmannerofthings.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. just rumbling. <laughs> Shh, puppy, we're trying to record and be professional here. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, don't don't get me wrong. I believe that. Uh, yeah, because we can have five minutes without the puppy making a noise. It is possible. It's possible. It's so possible. How do I put you on the? How about I put you on the floor? Because. <laughs> Don't don't get me wrong. Hey, sit. Don't get me wrong. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Don't get me wrong, puppy.